I was gonna push it. There we go. We live. We now live. We live. I guess we've been live for 50 seconds. 50 seconds, <laughs> man. Well, hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back to another, another episode of Family Talk. Let's discuss it. The family barbecue. That's your boy B, the CEO. It look like we got some issues with our um, accounts here real quick. But yeah, it's B the CEO. While I get some technical difficulties fixed, you got my, my brother next to me here, Nick the Legend. Then right below me, you got Mr. Mike Unhinged. It's the Friday Night Lights. My boy tapped in last night, let us know he was home. And then you got Mr. Who Loves Your Baby, Telly. Yes, sir. Good morning, good morning. Let me... um. Good morning. Before we do anything else, let me let me fix these um these streaming. I don't know why we having problems with them all of a sudden. We is live on YouTube though, ladies and gentlemen. Right now we are live on YouTube. Well, let me go ahead and fix the. Uh, yeah, it's not showing up on Facebook. Yeah, we got to get you right on Facebook. We need our Facebook fans to tap in with us real quick. Where's my assistant? <laughs> she ain't hustling today. Nah, she ain't. Hey, when I need her, she ain't gonna be here hustling. She she be nowhere to be found when I need her. But when I don't need her, she right there on my hip. <laughs> oh man! So what you're saying is she like the police? No, he's yeah, saying she tighten up. That's my girl, though, man. That's my girl. Don't need them. They everywhere. When you need them, they ain't be found. Great on Facebook, just delete it. No, I don't want to delete nothing. Why is that you think? Like, I can oh, be driving and I see a hundred people's feeding like a motherfucker. No cop in sight. As soon as I go five to seven over the speed limit, they behind me like, like, where the hell you come from? That's that Murphy's Law. <laughs> you you want to the intro? Hold on, hold on, Nick, because I think I, I think I just fixed it. Hold on, save changing. I think, I think we good on Facebook now. Hold on, let me remove Mike because we know we gotta have Mike fans come on. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, uh, that's what we do it for. That's what we do it for. We do it. For we do it for. The, we do it for the peoples, man. <laughs> no, no, no I think we good though. I think we good. We should be on Facebook. Somebody tap in on Facebook. See if we live on Facebook. It's, it's on. I just seen it. It's pop on. Up. Yeah, All I just right, seen it. Perfect. Pop. Perfect. Everybody on Facebook. Hey, welcome, welcome to Family Talk. Let's discuss it. Um, your boy B, the CEO. Once again, Nick, the legend, Mister Who Loves Your Baby, Telly, and Mister Mike Unhinged. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We finna get into the ugly double standard today. And what that means is that we talking about us. And when I mean by us, we talking about black folk. We talking about black folk. We always talking about everybody else when we talk about the pod. Today, we talking about us. So y'all tap in. Y'all pull in with us as soon as we hit this intro video by no other than Tony Ultra. If you're looking for any of his music, he is on all streaming platforms. Um, we just want to salute Tony Ultra for you know dropping music on our shows and, and giving us sound. So um, y'all get comfortable. Y'all tap in, and we'll be back, man. It's Family Talk. Let's discuss it. Let's get it. Thank you.
nobody ever take this money from me. So we go while I got it, the fuck it, it's all good. Man, it is definitely all good. Every time I hear that intro, it just make you want to bob your head, man. I talked to Tony Ultra um the other day. He was like, y'all think about changing the, the intro song or all good? I said, no. We love all good. That's our, that's our identity is all good. So, no, nah, no. Nah, shout out to Tony Ultra. I love me some all good, man. So, um, we finna tap into some mental health chat real quick. <laughs> Mental health check, mental health check, and please, please, everybody that's listening, everybody that will be listening, I do catch the stream. Um, please, please drop your mental health check. As, as family talk, let's discuss it. We want to know how y'all are doing mentally, not just knowing what you're doing, but how you're doing mentally. We're going to start with Nick the Legend. Man, what's your mental health check today? You want to clean? It's always out of 10. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, good. That's perfect, man. Mr. Who Loves Your Baby, Kelly. How you feeling today, man? Mental health check. Got a 10 going on today, you know. After I'm done here with this, got to get the boy up. We got to get ready for that football game he got today. That's what's up. That's what's up. What, what, um, what position he playing? Uh, right now, he play both sides of the ball. He play uh, linebacker, outside linebacker, and uh, – mm-hmm. Tight end, which oh, he didn't know that that was my position. I'm like, you following in dad's footsteps. Both positions right. I played in high school. That's what's up. That's what's up. Good morning, Christy. Drop that on um, mental health check one to ten. We want to see how you're doing. Um, Mr. Mike Unhinge, my boy, Mr. Friday Night Lights. Uh, you know, Saturday morning. Listen, you know, what's I got good? me what's a daddy cup, so. We're going to say Yeti cups are good. I got like one of the little can. It looked like a can, but you can slide another can into it. Bro, this thing, I like this thing. This thing right here is nice and lit. So it's expensive, though. They they expensive. I ain't, I ain't, it's work paid for that. Hey, hey. Boy, y'all showing y'all age. (laughs) (laughs) What you mean? Yeti cups. (laughs) Hey, listen, ain't nothing like putting you a nice cold drink in here and it stay cold for hours. Why is it taking you hours to drink a drink? Listen, it depends on what I'm doing that day. You know what? Because it's, it's good. Hey, what's your mental health check? You know what? Leave the cup you know alone. what? It's, it's a 10 because I get to sip uh, on my drink for hours. That's why. That's, there you go. There you go. I'm at a 10 as well, man. I was able to wake up this morning. Was able what? to... Um, to see to see my family one more time, to hear my family, to touch my family, to breathe this air. I, I was given one more opportunity, so I, I'm at a 10 today as well. Man. What you was about to say, watch, Nick? Watch how fast I drank this bottle of water. Hey, I like how he covered it up because um, Zephyr Hills ain't paying us nothing to put, to, to, to put that one. <laughs> so you might need to put you a little, a little blanket over that water behind you, my boy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's check in with the family real quick, man. Chrissy says she had a 10. Hey, we love to see those 10s, Chrissy. You keep that up all weekend long. Then um, Sam said nine. I haven't had any caffeine yet. He wasn't talking about where you where was at. Where is she at? She's talking about where you at. She thinks she's in the room. She's in the room. Oh. But yeah, man, everybody dropped their mental health check, man. We want to make sure the family's doing well. 
also we just want to make sure that um you guys you guys are not make sure but we just want to thank you guys for the support you know i see a lot of support that's going on as far as sharing and liking and subscribing we appreciate all the love not only here on family talk the family barbecue but also on unhinged you know you're you're sharing and all of that type of love that y'all showing us doesn't go on notice um if y'all could give us a little share and, a, and an emoji nick tell them how that emoji thing work nick just drop an emoji down real quick it could be a heart a smile an angry Thumbs up. We don't care. Yeah. yeah. Give us something. Give us something. Don't say that. I don't want to see no eggplant emoji now. Hold on. Here you mm. go. <laughs> I'm just saying. That, just that's good. what they want to drop down. Drop it down. Pause. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kalina. Welcome. Welcome. Good morning to you. Drop your mental health. Is it Kalina or is it Chalina? Oh, Chalina. Chalina. It's Chalina. I'm sorry for missing up your name. My bad. <laughs> um, Deborah, she had an 8.5 this morning. I think last week she was at like a five because she was doing school shopping. I think she good this week. Them some kids are going back to school now, man. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> kids are going back to school. Bruh. Time for some pancakes, eggs, and grits. I feel you. I feel cha -cha. you. Good morning. Good morning. Oh. Cha cha, we we'll call you Cha Cha from here on out. Cha -cha. Oh, the Cha Cha slide, yeah. The Cha Cha slide. She's like, I'm warming, I'm warming up my leftovers. B took me out last night. I did take her out last night. Oh, she eat leftovers. That's what's up. <laughs> Wait a minute, you said that like, man, like it don't happen all the time. It don't happen all the time. Nah, Teresa, don't Teresa time. don't eat leftovers. Oh, only what, oh like, you know what? That's only crazy. Pizza or, or hey, where y'all went? We went? We went to Olive Garden. Oh, I thought y'all went to Outback. I was about to see. Nah, we ain't go. <laughs> nah, we ain't go to Outback because you know we go to Outback. That blue oh, onion said, must be ordered every time. Hey, I, I want to know why is it FTK? <laughs> what you, does you, what that, that mean? What no, does no, that I mean? Why is it FTK? Right, I know it's one of Mike's favorite lines. That's one of Mike's favorite lines. Oh, fuck them kids. Okay, now <laughs> when you said that, I was like, what is FTK? When you said, oh, fuck them kids. Oh. Yeah, the kids <laughs> registered the in my mind. That's why. What'd you say, Mike? Them kids would be the first one to drive you crazy. Imagine spending all type of money and, and, and doing all type of stuff to get them ready for the first cool school day, and then they show up back to the house looking like they just got out of a WWE mud match. <laughs> like, that's not how hey. I sent you to school, my girl. Like, what happened? Hey, kids, kids don't kill. Kids they play. Kill, they all, play. All she had to tell me was, kill, "I play. Man. I play with my new friends." Was a couple of those friends, dudes. Yeah, one of them look if he hey look like me. I said nope, I don't like them right there. No, <laughs> he said look like me. Look like, look like you. Oh, okay. Because I'm like look like you. You figure his name out. DNA. You know, you know what's funny. His name he is Micah. DNA. Micah. Micah. <laughs> hey boy, you might you might be yours. You might need to check it out. <laughs> be like, hold on. Hey, hey. Hey, they gonna they gonna be playing doctor real soon. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and, I, and I'm I'm gonna be hold <laughs> and I'm gonna be I, with him. I ain't got no problem pushing a five-year-old down. Hey man, stop don't go out there fighting them kids, man. Let's get into it though, man. The ugly double double standard. So what that is, man, is we talking about we talking about black folks today. 
You dig what I'm saying? Those colored colored people. We talking about them as far as not just with the law, but as far as situations, period, and how we handle ourselves. And a lot of black folk that I, that I see on social media, that I've seen in, with my own eyes in real life, they, they like to play victim a lot. Like to play victim, but we never talk about what you did to get yourself into that position. So that's what we're talking about today. So I know my boy Mike, Mr. Yeah, Mike, I know he's gonna get few... some hate, right? <laughs> hey, that's fine. That's fine. First of all, we've been, we been, we been trying to get, I've been trying to get canceled two seasons, so maybe we own this stuff, right? <laughs> hey, hey we're we we doing something. We're gonna bring some unhinged, some unhinged topics to the family barbecue. Unhinged thing. energy. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I know my boy Mike, Mr. Mike Unhinged, got some videos for us. And for people that that listen to our Apple Podcasts and our Spotify, you are more than welcome to go to our YouTube page where all of the videos are are recorded. And I'll see these videos that we're putting up for a little bit of substance of what we're talking about. But for those that are watching, we appreciate you. Y'all get the Apple Apple and Spotify when y'all get the chance. So Mike, let's hit hit us with the first video so we can we can we can dissect it. And talk right, about so, those black folk. <laughs> yeah, so I, I found this video and I was like, this is actually the reason why we got this subject. Because I, I saw this video and I called B immediately. We had us a nice long conversation. I'm like, I'm going to put something together. So I found this first video and I was just like, this type of stuff that I be in my mind, I'd be like, this type of stuff that caused problems. And, and it's funny how we just got done talking about FTK. Okay, so we just saw that video, and all I did was shake my head throughout this whole video. So, first thing I want to tap on. Hold on, hold on. I got a quick question. Yeah. How old you guys be to go to jail? I don't see ages. I don't see where ages should be around. I, I lock that little jit up. <laughs> Standing there in his drawers and all, huh? For real. <laughs> so, the first thing I think when I see that video, and everybody in the comments that's watching or that's watching the stream, please, 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 we love the fact that you guys interact with us um, and, and talk about these stuff with us and we want to hear your honest opinion about this but the first thing i thought when i saw this as we were looking at this video is where is this little kid parents bruh i think that's the first thing everybody thinks but where are your parents at where are your parents because of course as much as you want to blame that little kid that little kid had to see something like this that little kid had to had to had to feel like it's okay to talk like that to an adult and your these parents are allowing this stuff to happen. Why? Why are we not? Why are we? And I'm saying we as a black, as, as an African American culture, are not raising our children correctly. And I really want to get y'all honest opinion on that. Let's start with you, Uncle Pudge. You the OG. You know what I'm saying? You you've yeah. had kids longer than us. So why aren't we? And I know I know it's a generational thing with you because it's a switch. Yeah. So, bro, why aren't we? teaching our kids for one to be for one be respectful to not talk like that to adults because as we was growing up we was told all of this type of stuff you don't talk like that well 
You know what, man? I didn't had this conversation so many times, and when you look at it, parents are younger now, more close in age to their kids now than our parents were to us. You know, so it's like, man, it's crazy because I did see like a grandma at 45. I'm like, whoa, you know, grandma was never 45 with us. Grandma was, you know, 60s and up there. But now you're getting grandmas at 45 and younger. So more parenting of now, of today, they they parent like, uh, how do you say, they try to be more friends with their kids. They they didn't blur the line between parenthood and, and friendship and all of it is crazy. Um, that little boy, he learned that from his parents. Yeah. He's done that in front of his parents and they didn't correct him at all. You know, some people think that shit is cute and, you know, as they're getting older, you know, which they making a mistake because what's cute now, this is what I always say. When your kids are little and they start doing stuff, you get on their ass right then and there. I started, I always started at the age of two. And I say the age of two because once you can understand yes and no, oh, that's when I start teaching. So around the age of two, you understand yes and no and stop. Oh yeah, let's go. Don't two, don't do that. You snuff out that behavior right away because the one thing is for sure, they grow up. They're not going to stay little forever. Yes. And that behavior grows with them. What was cute with them when they was little becomes fucking annoying to you when they get older. And parents should do that, like snuff it out, but they're not doing that. It's more or less, you look on Facebook, mamas and them hanging out with daughters and going to pick up men together or whatnot, like, whoa. I've never so go ahead. Go, I'm sorry, Telly. Go ahead. No, I'm like, I never hung out with my mom. That was a that was a line between parent and child throughout my whole family. Like you said, I grew up, I was born in the 70s, raised in the 80s and 90s. We that was a line. You didn't hang out with adults. When adults came over, kids disappeared. Everybody, all the kids like in the back room. All the adults up front. It wouldn't, but nowadays you see adults and kids mingling. Like, wait a minute, that shit is odd to me. <laughs> but you go ahead, man. Go ahead and ask your question. No, what I was gonna ask, and I'll ask this question to Mike. Do you think social media got a whole lot to do with it? Because you know, as we was growing up, we ain't had no social media. We didn't really start seeing social media until like in high school. So, to do you think that, that has something to do with it? To that expense with with the kids no yeah the kids i don't say i don't see those those kids that small being on social media but to the parents that are teaching them because that's that's taught behavior uh 
with, yeah, with yeah. Kelly saying, I feel like anything on the body, because kids do have their own personality, but 80% of their personality is who they're around most of the time, and it's their parents for the most part. So all that is from their parents, for sure, or whoever their guardian is. And so their guardians might be in a place where they're heavily influenced with a lot of social media and police reactions into where they're pushing that down onto the younger kids. So for me, I'd probably say the person that's raising these children are probably highly influenced by social media. Gotcha. Gotcha. So now my next question, and I'll, I'll direct this to Nick. Um, let's talk about the environment these kids are in. So we were just looking at that video. Of course, and I'm just assuming that they were in a, a ghetto, a hood. But, Is it the environment that's going on with what, what's going on with raising these kids? But can we also say like it might be the environment that that child is around? I'm mean, when I say that I mean his friends. Well, we all know them kids that act a certain way when they're not around their parents, but then when they get home, they know their parents don't deal with that. Could this have been one of those situations? Yeah, and it definitely could have, but it is. It, that that right there was terrible. Yeah, but I you mean, were raised by by the sum of what you know. Yeah, cha cha. Yeah, that was. Go ahead, Nick. It was terrible. Um, no, it's like it's disgusting, man. Like it was, it's it's really disgusting. We we got family members up in Ocala that you know they they did whatever they wanted to do, and we seen it. Mm-hmm. That wasn't going. That wasn't coming back to Bradenton with us. We were not there acting, <laughs> acting a tail. No, but no. but it's just sometimes the environment is raising your kids rather than parents. Because at the end of the day, uh, when, our, when when our mother taught us whatever, we 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 took that with us, and our mother yeah. always told us if if anything came back to her that we did something we weren't supposed to do, oh that was that it was over. Bingo. You know? And I was just, you made a huge point. The environment, I think, in today's generation is what's raising these kids, their environment. See, it was the environment back then, because of course you hear the you hear the saying, um, it takes a village. Really? Man, I was these just days, thinking that. <laughs> ain't got no these, village no more. These days there's no village. The village is the environment. And whatever that Man, environment is, is the village. raise these kids. Yeah, the, the, the village is being destroyed. And um, and it's sad, man. And it's sad. And I'm, I'm still talking about black folks when we, we still talking about us black folks. Oh, right yeah. Right now about this. Because now but, it's, you know, don't say shit to my kid. And yes. I dare you say something to my, my kid. Like, wait a minute. I was just correcting. Your kid was out here doing this. And, you know, they now they attack you. You know, yes. it was, you know, your kid go to school. Back in the day, and the teacher called. Oh man, that that was it. Teacher call your house, your ass getting whooped. <laughs> and, and that's but now you got people fighting teachers, you know, attacking teachers. You know, it must be the school because my kid ain't like that. No, your damn little bastard is like that. Ain't nobody running <laughs> on you on him. I'm like, man, I'm just saying. The, I mean, the best thing that ever happened. And as being a teacher was COVID and the lockdown. Because once those kids were at home, them parents got to see, hell no, it wasn't the school. My kid really is like this. They had to deal with their kids and seeing that, damn, 
my kid is like this for real. Like, exactly. You got a motherfucking demon that you send off, and you know, and then you want to blame the school. No, your kid bad. So there you go. I'm <laughs> on. Our mom used to let us mess up around the house. Like, we, she used to let us, because that was our environment or whatever. But when we went to school, one thing she told us was, don't have these people come call me and tell me, tell me I had to come out to that school. That part. Whew. She only had to tell us that once. Yeah. That part. Hey, Nick, but this, this ain't got nothing to do with this conversation. But every time I talk to mom about our podcast, she'd be like, why y'all always breaking me up? Well, we always bringing you up because this is how we was raised. She's like, she's like, Mike said, Mama D this, Mama D that. I was like, Ma, you had to be saying something right for you to be brought up on this podcast. And she's going to be listening to this. So, Ma, it's nothing bad. You've done something right. Because we love you. Man, that's giving you your flowers. She raised four kids that never went to jail. I see five if you count Jimmy. Never went to jail. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, you got your little screen tickets. I don't think I don't think none of us ever been in a fight, but she she done raised four kids that's that's doing well in this society. But everybody yeah. can't say that, right? Now, I want to no, do I, everybody I can't say that. Oh, it raises a it takes a village thing. I think that's true in a lot of cases. I can't necessarily say that was true in my case. I just I just knew I just knew that I wasn't gonna test my dad. <laughs> I knew that if he said, "Hey, don't go in these people play acting cool," got it. I, right. I seen, I seen you beat down somebody. I'm good, bro. I'm good on that. I don't want none of that. So I think for me, it was never really a village because could nobody else tell me anything. And my dad said, "No, it was no. I don't, give, I don't care what you talking about. You know what I'm saying? I was just like listen to my dad all the time. So it was like mm, it didn't take a village for me. It was just like nah, because my dad. And you know that's another factor. You know, fathers, you know, being absent in the family structure, you don't necessarily have to be in the house with the mom, but absent in the structure, you know, whether it be, you know, incarceration or, you know, Separation. being murdered <laughs> or just some cat skipping out on their kids, you know, back like I said, back when I was coming up, dads were active. They were involved in it. It wasn't so many absentee fathers like like it is today. Well, from my perspective, I don't know the statistics. You know, I got to look it up. But I know I read one article that said, you know, black fathers are more are just as much involved in their kids life as any other culture, sometimes more. But you know, in my environment, I see a lot of absentee fathers. You know, why that could also help, you know, with kids nowadays. Because man, I seen a video of a dad talking to his son, and he's standing over his son because I guess his son that. Yeah, cussed out his mom or was talking crazy. Yeah, was, and dad too. checked him. Like, you don't talk to me like that, do you? And the son was like, no, sir. No. I mean, just like straight up, like, I was like, now that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. He ain't with the mother, but he checked his son. Like, you're not going to do that to her, to your mom. And I'm like, that little boy going to grow up 
with a hell of a respect and a, and a right mindset because that man was right there to do that. You know, so I guess when I'm saying more, a more co-parenting environment, a better co-parenting environment can lead to better results. You see that little boy cussing at a grown up, you saying where his parents at, maybe he saw his mom and dad going back and forth like that at each other. Yeah. You know, and he like, hey, this then, is the way it is. Then we sit here and we wonder why kids act the way they act when they get older. That part, bro. And exactly. that's, that's something I stress a lot. It's like, it all starts right now. If I don't say nothing to Xavion, I don't say nothing right now to Xavion and he out there doing something bad or doing something he ain't got no business doing, the more nobody says anything, the more in his head is going to be okay. You know yeah. what I mean? And the more, so I have to be on him. I have to be on Elijah. Just like time. in the morning, me and Mike jumped on Elijah. Oh, y'all did? <laughs> yeah. It's just What's one of those say? things. He walked in. I know he's seen the computer screen. Uh-huh. Turned around, about to walk out. He didn't speak. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to tell you how it get worse. Xavion was like, you ain't going to say hey. (laughs) Oh, he said that? Xavion said that to him. See, and that's that's another thing. And people and people that don't don't get the culture, you know what I'm saying, that we grew up in. Like, when you walk in somebody's presence, you speak. Every time. You're the screen. I don't care if this person not even looking at you. You speak. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's not the way I was raised. That's the you way I was into raised. a room, you, you speak somebody. to everybody. You speak to Hello. everybody in that room. Hello. And, How y'all you know, I ain't going to lie. To this day, I still do it. I, I even speak yes. to people I don't want to speak to. That part. That but part. that's just how we was raised. When you walk in the room, you speak to everybody. Yeah. Hello. Even when you text somebody in the morning or afternoon, you hit them with a gut. <laughs> hey, we 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 all gotta learn something even when we get older. You know what I'm saying? When you text somebody, don't just go into the conversation. How you doing? Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> What's good listen, with you? Listen, be a text me. He responded <laughs> to something, and then right after that, he'll like, Good morning, Mike. I was like, Good morning, B. <laughs> so B B used to get on me. I used to wake up, bro. Middle of the day, I hit him up. I'll be like, hey, yo, hey, can I get please and thank you? And he'll be like, good afternoon. I'll be like, oh, yeah, 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 my bad. Yeah. So now every time, every time B into the chat, I don't care what time of day it is, B could be talking to somebody completely different. I'll pop in the chat and be like, good afternoon, B. Good morning, B. (laughs) Yes. Hey, but thank you. Hey, Mike learned something, didn't he? Mike learned something. Yes, he did. um, but Mike, you got another video for us because not only are we talking about us raising us black folk raising these children and what we got going on, um, you got another video with, with, I do. with, with police. Let's let's do something with police. So let's pull. Oh, it out I want I want I want to talk about this because I want to talk about this fact right here. Right, I want to play the other. Okay. Video. Um, so at what point at a situation do we say, "Damn dog, you kind of deserve to get your ass whooped"? You see all these police <laughs> movie videos and stuff. And like, at what point do we just say, "Hey, you kind of deserve that"? And so this video is that, like, hey, bro, you, you kind of deserve that, bro. Like, stop playing. There's nothing you can do, man, until you call police. Stop playing. There's nothing you can do, man, until police come in. Hey, hey, no, you, hey, don't, hey. There's nothing you can do, man. Don't do that. 
Don't do that, man. Don't do that. The more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, I added, that, I, I added that in for a little extra spice to it. But like, oh, listen, like, let's talk, I know that was funny, but let's let's talk about that though. But no, so, uh, so we're talking about go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, go ahead. We talk about like at what point do you deserve it? But I also want to talk on the back the dude in the background and hey, don't do that, don't do that, don't do what? Don't defend the don't defend the bottom line to your store, don't defend your property. Don't don't stop somebody who's obviously stealing right in your face. Like, don't do what? Well, I'm pretty sure he wanted he was telling them that in the fact that what if this man got a gun on them? Like, do just let the police handle they do their job. Hey, they did they totally didn't listen. This is good. Because <laughs> old brother right, the crazy part about it is quick. a lot of the people that do stuff like that don't ever have one. So let's talk about the action though. Sticking still sticking to the, the ugly double standard. Let's talk about the action about that black man in there stealing. Now, the more, now, I don't know what happened after the confrontation when the police got there. I'm sure the black man, well, he hit me with a stick. He beat me with a stick. But, bro, you was in there stealing that man merchandise. Not just like, cheap merchandise. You really I'm tired of black people making themselves look like the victim in situations you and put you're yourself dead in. Wrong. And you're dead wrong. Stop making yourself look like the victim when you ain't the victim. You started this. Like, what you thought was going to happen. Yeah, what you thought? You thought was just, that I mean, like, like honestly, you thought they was just gonna let you take these. Was he stealing? The cigarettes. Like stealing, the cigarettes. But you just thought they was gonna let you take the cigarettes and just walk out the door with it. Because the protocol is, so a lot of times people like don't, don't, don't be, don't be chasing shoplifters because we got insurance on this stuff, and so a yeah, lot of people yeah. take advantage of that. Like, you know what I'm saying, it's like, what if he had a gun? It's like, it's so many people just walking in stores stealing stuff now. That that just walking there still it because they feel like ain't nobody gonna chase them. But I'm just like, ain't nobody, so, yeah. So you think that and you think it's okay. So I looked at that video and the lesson I take from it is, but it's like, I bet you be sitting here crying about, oh they hit me. You gonna try to make yeah. them? Oh they hit me because I was black. No, they beat your ass because you was stealing. Exactly. A lot of people like to bring that race card. A lot of people like to bring that race card in the situation too. It's because I'm black. It's because I'm black. It has nothing to do with you being black. It's well, everything not in this situation. Not in this situation, but it yeah. has everything to do about what you were doing. So, yeah, yeah. Mike, pull up the other video. This one right here is just. Did he do right? He's a
Not she a little mm, girl. Mm, mm. Not she a little girl when the cops start beating on her. Like the cop wasn't supposed it's to get that. What that, that, that cat say? She's 16? Yeah. I was like, she wasn't 16 when she ran up on that grown woman. They so look now, handcuffs a shooter. Right, that's so, yeah, what I'm saying. But if that would happen, now, the cops would have been wrong. The problem yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm about to say. I'm, the I'm cops would have been wrong. Mm -hmm. They're trying to make an excuse, put put an excuse in it. Well, that girl 16 all of a sudden after that girl swung on that cop. She's 16. Yeah. Now you're playing the victim. Oh, she's 16. She's 16. She a kid. No, she was no kid when she threw her hands at that young that, that, that young cop, the young lady. That's like that's but, like a 15-year-old coming out here and trying to hit me in my face. I'm gonna fight back. Okay, I'm not gonna let no kid. <laughs> what you say, no. nigga? Say, I don't care how old you is. I don't care how old you can you hey you you could be 10, you finna get punched in your chest. Beat right in your chest. Mike ready to push kids down down the jungle jail because he's talking to his daughter. But go ahead, my bad, Mike. I had to cut you off. Go ahead and I had this video and like I said, I wanted to get like a deeper point. And I was like, I can promise you this that those people were familiar with that lady cop. They've probably seen them cops before. They've re interacted with them cops before. Because there ain't no way in hell you're going to do that to a random police officer with the way things be with police and people these days. And then it's like people wonder, why. how come we can't get people who look like us in our neighborhoods? Because you do shit like that? Because I bet you wouldn't have done that if it was a white cop. Because the first thing you would have thought of, now nah, don't be going over there with that cop because she'll shoot you. And it's like, this is what happened when That's you a good point, like, though. familiarity in, in certain places. It's like they were probably out there talking talking decent to these people they probably was acting decent and then like the conversation went left and that happened and i'm like i'm like y'all it's like that's a little girl why she want a little girl when she was swinging on her that's cop like the dude that's playing the video you sound just as ignorant as a girl fighting you really out here like whoops her ass whoops her ass like you celebrating this lady beating the cop now if she would have pulled her gun up and shot this right. girl then y'all would have been around here looking stupid or if that mm -hmm. male cop would have bam her stupid ass on her face, then all of a sudden it would have been an issue. It's like just, just like you said, just, immediately, just the victim, immediately the victim the moment, you know what I'm saying? And it's like baby daddy sell weed. What I gotta do with anything? They ain't got nothing to do with nothing. That but no, that was well put, Mike. That what that was well put because the moment had that had that been a white cop and the white cop pulled his, his firearm and started shooting. Now that white cop gotta be crucified all of a sudden. And that's not right, man. It's not right. Like Mike said, that's a good that's a good point he made. Also was saying um they had they, they had to have an interaction with that cop before. That cop has been in that neighborhood. Those cops have been in that neighborhood. Those cops they probably had, live in already, the neighborhood. That's the thing. That, they probably live could be here too. in that neighborhood. Too. But you felt you felt that you had to put this 16-year-old and don't know why she went trying to throw hands at a a grown that be, well, it no, started with that the dude off. that they arrested. I don't know. You know, at the beginning of the video, you might have missed it. They had a dude on the ground in handcuffs, and they lifted him up. He was getting arrested. So, and I guess they knew the dude, little dude, or however. And that's what escalated them to, you know, whatever, because he was getting arrested. Because he probably did some shit that he wasn't supposed to be doing. But, you know... We get on this, like you said, the double standard. You see the shit on Facebook. Free my boy. Now keep his ass there because they just didn't go around <laughs> and arrest him for shit. <laughs> I, last time I know, 
That's another thing no. I hate. I hate free my boy, free right. my boy. Why are we freeing him if he's doing crime? Like this Why motherfucker Nelson Mandela or something, a political prisoner or something. No, this <laughs> motherfucker was selling dope. No, keep his <laughs> ass in there. Man, it don't even be dope that be getting me. It's like, bro, I seen I seen a girl post. I know it's like off top. I seen a girl post one time, and her brother literally had two rape allegations and a sexual assault allegations and a manslaughter, and was like, "Free my brother." I dead ass got on her status I'm like, "Bitch, why?" But right, like why? 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 This motherfucker minutes. Oh, keep like, his ass locked up. Like no, child support, so, traffic tickets. Uh, uh, a bench warrant, all right, that's fine. He ain't hurt nobody. Tax evasion, all right, cool. Sexual assault and manslaughter, no, I keep Ray Ray ass locked nah, up. that other stuff ain't cool either. <laughs> that stuff ain't cool. We do our taxes here. We do our taxes. <laughs> well, I, no, not us, because I, yeah, no, I'm not. You said not us. Gotta be clear. Goddamn IRS be like, uh, my man said tax evasion, cool. Next thing y'all know, I got a letter in the mail getting an audit. This is a this a prime example because Sam Sam Wright is a, a cop here in um, Sioux Falls. Shot a shot a um I think he's a native person. Um, he shot him, but the cop shot him because the guy pulled a gun on him. Now now everywhere downtown, they got these signs up of justice justice for Justin or something like that. And I'm and I was talking with my mother one day about it. I'm like. We all look at what we all look at the end game. We all look at what happened at the ending that somebody did lost lose their life. However, we're not looking at what started the situation. What started the situation is that this cop was trying to apprehend him for doing something. Honestly, I think he pulled him over for a traffic violation. To be honest, if I'm wrong about that, Sam, let me know. But it was something silly. But the boy ended up pulling a gun on the cop. What are cops trained to do? Pull their firearm also. You know what I mean? They have to protect their lives also. What you, you, fire on, what you thought was going to happen? Like the cop was just going to put his hands up and say, hey, <laughs> calm down. No. My bad. He's, <laughs> he's not going to do that. And I, I think the dude shot at the cop first. Sam said he ran from a traffic stop. It was a traffic stop. But got busted for a tail. It was a tail light. So you, in whatever environment you raised in, because everybody cool with guns and everybody want to shoot at people. I'm a gangster. I'm a thug. I want to do this. I want to do that. You got to prove your point to these cops out here. And it's a white cop. You got to prove your point to them. You got to stand up to the police. But you lost your life doing something you didn't have to do. You know what I mean? You lost your life doing something you have to do. But we want to blame the cop. Unless you was doing something you weren't supposed to do. And you were scared he was or, gonna find out. Yeah. But at that you. point, that's still on you. That's still on you. And I can't, I can't, I can't move, I can't join the movement of saying justice for this person. Justice. What justice are we looking for, people? Well, what are we look, looking for? They're looking for to be a victim. I I've said it time and time again. You cannot, as as a black culture, and you cannot ask for respect if you're not respecting yourself in, in a lot of situations. A lot of situations, people will sit here and try to be like, these cops are racist. These cops are horrible. Um, You know, I got pulled over and the cops slammed me on my car and, and, and put my face in the dirt. Yeah, well, ma'am, you called this cop a fuck nigga 13 times and said his mama <laughs> pussy. It's like, what kind of reaction do you, th- you think you're going to get from these people? Like, I just... It, it, you we laugh and I laugh at it, but at the same time, it's like 
A cop pulls you over, license and registration. And the first thing I told my what you want, puss ass cracker? It's just like, like you start. <laughs> no, that's true though. That's you true. Right, totally I'm, wrong. I'm laughing because it is true. Like it's it, true. It, 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 you like, start this all totally wrong. It's like you call a cop 18 names in a three minute span on a traffic stop. You know what I'm saying? And he might give you a warning. Whole time come to find out your license is suspended and your tag is bad. And he pulled your he ran your plate and it was like, hey, this driver license suspended and your tag say 413 and, and it's 2023. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and you got the wrong tag on your car. And and the baby daddy who registered on the car got a warrant out for his arrest. Nigga, that's why you got pulled over, but you call this cop 18 names. Like he wrong for doing his job. And that's like, another thing. On, I want to get to the traffic, I want to get to the traffic stops as well. Is um you get pulled over, like like Mike said, you license and registration. Why you pulled me over? Well, I'm gonna get to that, but we know this is a traffic stop. I gotta get your license and registration. I gotta find out who you are. You know what I mean? Us as black people get so irritated. Now, I mean not us on the podcast, but as a culture, we get so irritated because something they're questioning us about something. You shouldn't question me about something. Obviously, if you got pulled over, it's for a reason. You know what I mean? I'm nah, not saying no, you every do, time. You touch, got some, uh, I want to touch on Reginald's comment after this. We, we are, I want to touch on that too. I want to touch on that too. But go ahead. But you Brad. do have some cops that you know they they do be just being their power movement. But honestly, oh, I yeah, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Been, I, not I've saying been, that ain't happening. I've never been stopped by a cop who's been on the high horse. They've always came up to the door. You know, I stopped you because you were speeding. Can I get your license registration? Oh, no problem. I already knew I was speeding. I already knew why you right. stopped me. All right. I'm going right. ahead and ready before you get to the door. Yeah. But yeah, like, y'all touch on Reg Reginald. Com you know, it, like, like the cops on the high movement. Listen, I, I'm I, I'm riding clean 24-7. So every last few times I got pulled over, I'm like, I want to see what this about. Unless you're going to hit me for speed, I want to see what this about. So Reginald say, you have freedom of uh, speech. And that is true. Everybody has freedom of speech, but freedom of to speech has consequences. To understand that freedom of speech has consequences, and these people aren't robots, bro. These people are people too. You know what I'm saying? And when you start calling somebody names, it's like, why does this person have? Why does this person have to always conduct themselves in the highest manner when you act like lower than lower than dirt? You know, like I'm a reasonable person, but you call me out my name two, three times, I might, I might hit you, I might punch you in the face, bro. Like, yeah, but, but like, that, ain't them not the lines of being emotional though. So I do understand that cops have to stay and stay into whatever position. You're right. And, but here's the thing, right? If I pull you over for a traffic stop, and it's like you got some iffy stuff going on, and I might, he might just be pulling you over to ask you some questions, right? And now you don't call him 18 names. Guess what? All right, go ahead and get out of the car. He finna escalate it, and and it's like you brought that escalation on yourself. Because if you riding around with a suspended license, he does have the option to actually take you to jail, right? So well, I want to touch on. Oh my bad, Mike. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, nah, I'm just saying, like that cop, that cop should be able to conduct itself. But at the same time, it's like you you get out of this cop what you put in into that situation. I ain't saying he right, and I ain't saying he wrong. But all I'm saying is, if you walk up on somebody in the Walmart and start calling them names, you can't be like, you're supposed to conduct yourself. No, because not everybody going to conduct themselves the same. So what Auntie Kim said, right? And what's up, Auntie? We always love when you pull up. We love it, Auntie. We love you. Um, she she we, be playing devil's advocate. 
Yeah, she do. <laughs> she do it. She do it on purpose. She do. She's but doing um, good I want to touch. She doing good. She's good at what she does. Um, she's she at the end of her comment here. She's are you not allowed to ask questions? No, you are allowed to ask questions. I'm not saying you're not allowed to ask questions. I would definitely ask questions as to why I'm being pulled over. But there's a way to conduct yourself. You know, you don't have to step out of character just because someone else stepped out of character. That's going back to what Mike said. You don't have to step out of character. And us as black folks tend to step out of character a lot because of something we're being questioned upon or something that we feel like we're right on. Something I tell Elijah all the time. If you're right, it shouldn't be an argument. If you're right and you know you're right, why, why we got to make somebody else think how we think or agree to our opinion? If you're right, you're right. Just, it's, it's, it's just that simple. If you ain't done nothing wrong, you know you ain't done nothing wrong, Nothing's going to happen to you. You're going to be fine. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean by you don't have to step out of character as far as what these police officers are being pulled over. As, as, as black people, you don't have to get out of character. You don't have to. You know, another thing I'll be talking to Ma about, you know, because she working in a law office. Yeah. She just yeah. say, and, it, and it's hard to, but she say fight it on the back end. And like I said, it's hard. It's hard to, to sit here when you know you're right. And you try and fight somebody with more authority than you, and they're not supposed to have more authority than you. But what are you supposed to do? We see these videos all the time about cops who just basically renegades, and you yeah. know they do they do whatever they want to do in the moment. But then you have you still go to jail, you still go through the process, and then you still fighting it, you still fighting it, and you might yeah. win. But why don't you just go ahead? Record, record as you're supposed to, and then apply, you know, apply the everything that they saying, and then fight it on the back end. Ooh, listen, I want to hit on something right quick. Auntie Kim, how you doing? We love you. Comment say, I want to get on this right here. This is what I'm talking about. Perfect example. That's the point. It ain't just blacks. We just see ours more. That's the point, Auntie Kim. We don't care about other people right now. We talking about us. We are not yeah, we talking about us. No, we always us. talking about everybody else today, Auntie. We talking about everybody else. We talking about We talking about black people. We know it's a difference. We talking about us. Yeah, we always talk about us folks and everybody else. We talking about ask y'all a question. Hold on, hold on, I want I want uh Sonic Boom to what's not true. Well, what he was what was Brandon was talking about. Um, he responded to that like that's not true, you know. What's not true? As far Please as it, uh, that you, um, I believe he, you were saying something about you know don't step out of character, you know if you write you write everything will be fine, you know I think that's what he was responding to, saying well that's not true. Okay, well, I need Sonic. We've seen we seen what people was okay and. You know, and they were in the right, but things didn't turn out fine. Like, like, whoa, that dude was in the right, and cop still took it to the other direction, which that happens. I mean, I'm not saying that that, that never happens. It does. It does happen. I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, we got to look at it like this, man. And I tell people about this, even with the military. You put on a uniform. That don't exempt you from being a human being and facing human emotions. The uniform don't take that away. 
they, at the end of the day, they still peep. You know, cops have bad days just like we have bad days. Now, unfortunately, they get to carry a gun. So they bad day, if they having a bad day, can be a, a way worse day for you in a you know wrong situation. Because, but I, I look at it like they people, like Mike said, they pull you over. And then I seen a lot of people be like, man, what the fuck you want, man? Why are you fucking That's with me? Like, whoa. All automatically, you just jumped out aggressive and you escalated. You escalated the you know the situation. That's my it's like the thing is this we're not saying these cops are right because they be dead wrong. Some of the times these cops be dead ass wrong. No question about right or wrong. They dead wrong, but at the same time, it's like let them be right, no matter how wrong they are. Because them being right, you trying to tell them they right is not worth you not making it home to the people you care about that day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like what Chris said, whatever it takes to get home. And just like Nick said, fight it on the back end. And hell, a lot of those times, those cops don't even show up to court. I had a ticket where a cop said I ran a stop sign. And I was like, no, I didn't. I was like, all right, go ahead, give me the ticket. And I showed up to court, and I was like, I, I didn't run the stop sign. I don't know what he's seen. And the judge like, all right, whatever, case dismissed, ticket gone, like, whatever, get out, right? And it's like, that's a lot of the times these cops don't even show up to court. So it's just like, just fight it on the back end. But whatever it takes to get home that day, just do it. And there's a lot of people that provoke these bad cops. And if it's those cops are out there, like, they bad cops, why would you want to provoke them anyway? Because it ain't going to go good for you. Because like Tully said, they're the ones with the they're bad. They're looking for a reason. You know, yeah, RT said you gotta stand up and fight in the moment. Y'all feel like that's true? You gotta stand up and fight. Let me tell you something, man. And I tell my kids and I tell everybody uh, (laughs) that I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, I'm asking, what's more important? You want you being right or you being alive? Which one is more important to you? I like that. Which one's more important? You being right or you you getting to go home? I want right, to go home. Go home. Shit. You, I want you to come home. And if you're right, we're going to prove you right. But in that's that moment, that's the point I'm making. It was more important. So me and, me and, me and Reggie, uh, we talked about this one scenario at work. Um, if you see something going down, and, and I, I think the scenario Christmas <laughs> cancel. The scenario was if you see, and I'm gonna use y'all on the uh, podcast, and y'all who listening, if you see a woman getting beaten beaten up by a man, what you gonna do? We actually just saw that video. Dude hit that woman in the restaurant, and our son shot the shit out of him and killed him. But That's what I'm saying, what, what a, are y'all gonna do in that situation? I mean, man, you want it. You, I just can't sit by and watch. The right in you wants to intervene, right? The right in you wants to intervene. But as 2023 has taught us, imagine going to a chick's rescue and then you end up getting jumped by both of them. (laughs) Or shot. Right. You get get shot. You get shot by her for jumping on him. Because I seen that too. Oh, him a girl was fighting. Dude beat up the dude and she shot him in his defense. And it's like, ain't no way in hell. 
and you know what I'm saying? Like at that moment, yeah, like Mike said, you want to intervene. I might call the cops, but at the end of the day, I got somebody I gotta get home to. Because we in the day and age, we in the day and age, let me mind my business. Right. I'm gonna mind my business, I'm gonna keep going. Like I I feel for the situation that's going on, but we're not living in a time where you could jump in and just maybe stop something and then walk walk away scot-free. Like you have to, like she said, you as as a person, you have to keep your head on the swivel. I don't know what that guy's carrying. I'm not carrying anything. So I'm about to jump in and possibly have my life taken. Because of my morals, I mean, uh, just, you can say something. You can say something. Can say I mean, something. and it ain't even got to. It ain't even got to be aggressive. That, that's you can deescalate hey, hey, the hey, situation. Stop. That's all I'm saying. You know, I might. You can, I might you say, can hey, say, "Hey, hey, hey what she do?" Like, hey, man, come on now, man. Come on now. That's a thing. <laughs> you can talk somebody down now, but you don't know who you ain't got to be aggressive. So hold on, let no. me hit on this. Let me hit and see what y'all think about this. What Reggie said. That's why I Auntie Kelly got a lot of comments in her. Yeah, she always got a lot of comments, but she don't ever want to come on the show. She said, but, "Y'all um, ready to shoot, but do your hands work." See, who said there anything she about shooting? No, no she was responding. She responding to what y'all said. Somebody, you know, may shoot you, and that's what she's saying. Like, do your hands work? Why? Why are people so? Quick to pull a gun because they pussy. Hands work these days. <laughs> Excuse my language, but they pussy. They no. they scared for that ass whooping. Tell you, mm-hmm. the problem is the problem is the people that's out here bucking be the ones with the gun that want to shoot first. So I'm not, cowards. I can't tell you, cowards, I'm, not, I'm not getting into no physical altercation with no nigga <laughs> in 2023 because I like Nick said I don't know what you got on you. I know what I got on me, and I know what I ain't about to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but you, Mike, I'm pretty sure. Feet. I'm pretty sure if you knew that hey, man Reggie, didn't have a gun, you weren't gonna pull a gun on him. If you knew he don't have a gun, I'm pretty sure you're not gonna pull your blick piece and try to shoot him. This, it depends on how much jewelry about. he got on. This is what I'm talking <laughs> about. Uncle Jason got the sense to pull you back from getting into other people's business because they ain't got nothing to do with you. Ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> Why do you think he's pulling you out of their business? Because he don't want to have to jump in and do something he ain't supposed to do because <laughs> right. he's doing it because of you. He woke up that day like he didn't have a, a thought of being into an altercation. He just going about his day. And you know, sometimes we got we do. Sometimes we gotta restrain our own. Like, hey, hey, come here now. Come here. What's up with Auntie Ken? She woke up and chose violence this morning. Yeah, y'all she said we're busy, 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 but we're busy by that gun. Sure, I go to the gym and got several, Auntie Kim. Not playing. <laughs> I matter of fact, I carry my shit to the gym just in case one of these steroid heads come up in here with a problem. Hey, like, not, I don't like, understand. Don't mind getting active. I, I don't <laughs> understand. Like, don't mind getting active. I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's hey, we live in the world. I choose violence every morning. <laughs> Every morning, and but will shoot you. She, she, Auntie Kim, like, like Nick said, she be like to play devil's advocate. That's all she be doing. Auntie Kim be the first person to pop the 38. Stop playing, Auntie Kim. (laughs) You know, you got a chrome, you know, you got a chrome 380 in that purse. Stop playing. Well, but dude, because at a certain point, 
Let me tell you something. My mama's 64 years old. Gonna be 65 in December. She ain't out here trying to throw hands with these young chicks. She done done that already. At a certain point, you become too old to be trying to tussle with these Thundercats. You, you know, oh, they got to back up off of you, you know, and Always. You know that then you then you pull the blick piece. We talking about, but I'm talking about guys in our age range. Hell, shit, I'm 46. I'm too old to be out here trying to tussle with them. But I'm a de-escalate. Look, man, go sit down. Somewhere. I ain't here for all that. You know, let's let's just both walk away. I try to talk you down. You know, because I don't want to get out. Because I know if I gotta fight you. I'm gonna wrap my hands around your throat and squeeze till your eyeballs pop out. And I ain't trying to go, I ain't trying to go to jail. Hey, to you know, I'm gonna try to man end you. That's the thing. I ain't got time for you to come back, you know, with your boys or whatever. I'm gonna try to end you. That's all right, bro. And I ain't got, I got time a, I got, for that. I got enough of them too. <laughs> I say bring your boys. I got enough of them too. Don't worry about it. I got, you know, I got, I got something for the whole group. Don't you even worry yourself. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> see that? We gotta get auntie. Auntie said, "I ain't shooting a lesson for my kids." Auntie Kim, that's great for you. I love that you have some type of morals. Auntie Kim, I'm shooting for me. I'm shooting for Nick. I'm shooting for Nate. I'm shooting for B. I'm shooting. I'm shooting for everybody. It don't you listen? Listen, you got you. You got you ain't got but one time to get loud with me. It look like you reaching for your waist. Cause you might get popped. Hey, Uncle Jason said, "Boy, you you don't use that good. Stop it now." Now, Uncle Jason, he he he's serious. <laughs> he, he, he pretty serious about it. He pretty serious about it. Then he said, "Why you ain't use it in the parking lot? What parking lot, Uncle Jason?" Oh, when we went to uh, Jacksonville, cause 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 listen, Buddy walked off. <laughs> <laughs> buddy walked sure off. That's listen. Why. You gotta tell people the story now. Yeah, you, they got yeah. to People like you get just a ha. I'm still alive, 35, still alive. <laughs> what happened in Jacksonville? I'm like 50 cent. I don't want no problem. But if you say you want a problem, I say no problem. But I don't bother I nobody. A, I ain't a killer unless you push me. I don't go out looking <laughs> for no problems. I mind my business. But you at the same time, ain't told that story yet. Yeah, yeah what story happened in Jacksonville? Yeah, All right, tell so, real quick. so I'm in Jacksonville and, um, I'm sitting there chilling, minding my business. I'm walking to the car, right? Late night. And you know, if you got like a uh a, a like a car that got a that got a button to open the door, right? Yeah. Car, but right, so if you get close enough to your car, like if somebody put their hand behind my door handle, it'll open, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm walking to the car, not minding my business, and like, bruh, I see my car door open, right? And I see a nigga bent down in my car. And so I up the blick and asked this nigga, what the fuck is you doing? Right? And boy jumped back and was like, oh, you got it, you got it, you got it. And he walked off. Right? And his homeboy was on the other side. And I looked at him. I'm like, you good? And boy reached his hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in what looked like a little bag. And I was like, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. And like, about two seconds passed and was like, you got it. And they walked off. Right? So that's why I didn't do it because in that moment of time, let's say, boom, I shoot one of these cats. I kill one of these cats. I don't have any proof to say my life was in danger. 
other than their fingerprints on my car. That's why I didn't do that. Now, what do you want to like anything? Uncle that, Jason laughing at you. Yeah, Uncle Jason talking about me going to jail. Uncle Jason would have been in jail. He would have been cool with that. Yeah, would have been cool with that, though. I'm not cool with that. <laughs> hey, Alt say, let it go, homie. Wait, is that the one? Wait, is that Uncle Jason? Like, who? Yeah. Is that the one I was talking about? That dude that rap in New York? Yeah, that's Uncle Jason. I can't think of his name. What's his name? No, stop. You're not finna disrespect Biggie on this podcast. Ah, there you go. That Biggie. (laughs) You're not finna disrespect Biggie on this podcast. That that, that dude, that guy. (laughs) Hey man, listen. That was a great conversation, man. Great, great, great conversation. We we love convos like that where everybody's interacting. And I did miss some comments, so y'all, please forgive me. They were pouring um, in. It was pouring in. We love the interaction, y'all. We definitely love the interaction. But we got to get to our um. We got to get to our weekly top five before we we slap our body. I hope, Mike. I hope you got something ready for us. The weekly top five. We always ask greatest rappers, our five top five R&B singers, da, 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 right? This week, we got the top five hip-hop movements, right? And when I say movements, I'm talking about, like, like what movement, you know what I'm saying? Like, change your top five. Like, so, like, my top, my number five would be crunk, the Crunk era. Like, Crunk Juice. Ooh, like, John and the Eastside Boys. Because they had us, they had us bouncing off the walls. So, that type oh, yeah. of what was y'all top five hip hop movement? Oh, this one got oh you gotta touch on this one. If you look like you're gonna reach, I'm gonna shoot, says Mike. Who didn't shoot? <laughs> <laughs> Mike now, thought about it, OT. I Mike thought about, about it. it. I thought I you know what? <laughs> he thought about it. You know what? And I'm glad I didn't. Because I could I sleep See? good at night knowing I did. He sleep good, he didn't. There you go. There we go. All right, so top five. Hey, the Air Force One movement. Listen, if it wasn't for Nelly and that Air Force One movement, how many of y'all think y'all wouldn't have Air Force Ones right now? Right. (laughs) Just think about it. I mean, I had Air Force Ones, man. We used to wear them in the city all the time. How much were they when you bought them? Oh, my God, dude, in the 90s? No, uh, in high school. Remember when thirty dollars, forty five dollars? When Air Force One movement came out, they jumped to a hundred. They were remember they were two. For, remember the Air Force Ones were two for ninety. Remember we back right. to the special two for ninety, yeah. two for ninety nine. Yeah. So I definitely would say the crunk, the crunk era for me was good. I like Reggie, Reggie, what he said with Danelli and the Air Force One that era was pretty good. Um, I like the I like the trap music era. Trap when 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 Atlanta. And and Andre 3K says that the South got something to say about it. So I like I like the trap music era. And you know, it was involved with trap music. You gotta throw Jeezy and T.I. into that mix. So um definitely love the, the trap music era. Uh, Auntie Kim got a good one here with the hot boys. I still listen to the hot boys to this day. You know what I mean? So I definitely say the hot boys as well. Um, what did I say? I said three of them. I don't know. It's tough with that one, man. You got Sonic Boom. Chopping Screw was good, too. Chopping Screw Era was decent. The Chopping Screw Era was real decent. They, I, th- I felt like that was short-lived, though. It was. It was short-lived. Yeah, yeah. Like, four rappers come out, and then they disappeared. 
<laughs> yeah, was short lived. We got the Wu Tang Max B Wave, Fifty Cents Takeover, G Funk area, and the Five Percenters. Love it. We love it. Um. So number five would be Lil Johnny Eastside Boys. Number four, yeah, would have to be the Mike Jones, Paul Wall, and um. That's the track, the the um chopped and screwed era. Um, number three would have to be. Yeah, it would have to be the the the, uh, the trap music with like Ti, Young Jeezy, like like uh, Ti's King album, Young Jeezy's Thug Motivation One Hundred Two. Um, One Hundred One is his best one though. Yeah, but like that whole that whole thing. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Number three would have to be uh, Master P, No Limit, the No oh, the Limit, No Limit era. The No Limit era is pretty decent. I don't know about Silk the Shocker. He's still kind of. Mr. Brown, he in a, in a yeah, fucking shocked if he stayed on B. For <laughs> <laughs> me, you gotta put the boy bands in there too. Who? Oh, you boy talking bands, about um, like outcasts like uh? Oh, I thought you um, meant like in sync. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Street Boys had their era. Yeah, yeah, they did. Ninety eight degrees. Yeah, the boy band era. Um, you had you had to put cash. Era. You had to put cash money. Like juvenile, yeah, and yeah. even though he could, he didn't rap, but like man, yeah, auntie, crazy. this mumble rap, this mumble rap crap, yeah, wait, that that don't, that don't that don't that don't count. We they, yeah, they don't count. And my my number one movement was was Young Money with Drake, Nicki Minaj, Tiger, uh, Gunner. Wayne had a movement on his own for about ten years straight. Wayne Wayne <laughs> was running the game. First of all, this is, this is, first of all, Wayne's mixtapes. Wayne's mixtapes alone. That was an era oh. by itself. It was an era was in his own. Listen, for the young kids who don't, and maybe I don't know if everybody was on Twitter, y'all don't understand the joy of getting hooked up with datpiff.com app. Okay. When I had my when I had my HTC 10 and I got oh, he's still moving the game. He is, he is. And, and got it, got the datpiff app. And I can go on that piff and download the whole album to my phone, right? That was it right there. I had probably like people don't understand like like Wayne, bro. Remember when at high school we had our laptops, the MacBooks? Yeah. My Wayne section was probably about four hundred songs deep. My Wayne section in my phone was probably about a thousand right now. Probably right now. My Wayne section was probably about seven, eight hundred. But on our laptop, I, it, my Wayne section was about four hundred deep. My Young Jeezy section was about a hundred deep. Like it's a good question right here from Boom. Fifty Cent's mixtape era versus Lil Wayne's mixtape era. Fifty Cent had a mixtape era. Yeah, he did. He did. Before I'm, I'm before Get Rich or Die Trying, he had a mixtape. That's era. that's your answer. <laughs> he said, sure. Wayne, Wayne had a movement, man. Wait, whenever you heard that lighter going off, bruh. First of all, <laughs> Nick, it wasn't even a lighter, bro. You ever be hit listening to a song and it got a dope ass beat, and you be like, "Boy, I can't wait till Wayne slide on that." <laughs> Jay, remember when um Jay Z did that one song? Um, he did that one song, and in the verse, right. He said, like, I might send this to the mixtape. Get him, Wheezy. And I was like, even Jay-Z know that this beat went so hard time, that we ain't going to get it. It was a point in time where Wayne, your beat wasn't safe when Wayne, when, during the time Wayne was on top of the 
top of the mountain. Like your beat was not safe. But and then the fact is that when your beat did come out and Wayne made it sound like he was the one that created it, Bruh. you know that's why he stopped that. Ah, hey, I, I don't understand why he stopped. He should have kept doing he, it. It, I think it had to do with like uh, licensing after to a certain point. Like mm-hmm. when he, when he was doing it, I guess other people started to do it, and then he said when it came to a point that every time he hopped on somebody's single, well, every time he made a remix to it. They would not put their single out and just have that remix as the single. And it became Oh, he said that on the he said that on the pivot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. Y'all go check that episode out. Wayne gave a, 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 a clear point on what he was doing around that time when he was dropping mixtapes. What? His style came from Gip. Let's not forget his style came from Gilly. Where do know. you have evidence that that has happened? Oh. Gilly the kid? <laughs> Gilly was a beast. No, Gilly, Gilly was, was Gilly. I'm not going to take nothing from Gilly. Gilly was a beast, but where do we have clear-cut evidence that Wayne took, oh, Gilly wrote for Wayne, or Wayne took stuff from Gilly? Where do we have clear-cut evidence of that? DMX is a girl. Who, who is Gilly, first of all? I guess a rapper. <laughs> There's some that. rapper that <laughs> some rapper. Hey, I T Kim said um he wrote for him. DMX you got any proof for that? Now you just but y'all said, that. Now you got any proof for that? Proof for that? Come on, uh, bring us some proof. Don't be just saying it. Y'all y'all forgot, uh, uh, really big two big movements. Anything. Now we don't know. Now we don't know because we we we, we, we got you ain't got the proof of the accusations that you putting out here. Come on now. Come on now. I'm just saying. You're not old Why enough. Why are we not old enough this, to have uh, this conversation? I'm old Why enough to have this conversation. Because y'all Why forgot. Y'all forgot NWA and that movement. Okay, we was we was young young you know spawns what? at right. Time. You know what? You know what? You know what movie we didn't talk the about? The movement of social consciousness. You know, because you had NWA, Tribe Called Quest. Eric B and Rakim, everybody. Okay, the music now. was socially, socially yeah, conscious. Man. See, this is you what know. I don't understand about you, OGs. This is including Uncle Jason. Our <laughs> OGs, we know y'all had an era of music, but we got our own era of music too. Don't try. Right. Knock us I understand right. that, and I don't. Well, this Jason wasn't knocking nobody. Right, I ain't knocking well, y'all. Y'all forgot that Pac and Biggie. You're right, Pac and Biggie. Right. Whatever that era was. You know, I'm just putting him that, into that OG group. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, I know he ain't right. rocking us. Yeah, that's yeah, right, Kalisha. Run DMC. You know, these are that's the era of social what conscious the, music. What about the producer movement? Right? This is recently it's it's not, and I don't want to mix it in with mumble rappers, but the producer movement where the producers pretty much like made the album because like like there's a lot of cats that like bruh that Scott song that that don't that that song was dope but like we know damn well like metro booming is the reason why that song hit because of the way he produced like 80 albums like scott storch yeah. dj yeah. Khaled, you know what i'm saying even swiss beats yeah. at one point it's like only reason why that song even went yeah timberland is because of the the, the producer of, of dr of, dre Dr. Pharrell, Dre, of course, for real, yeah, for real. Like the only reason why that even went anywhere is, um, bro. First of all, hold on, hold on. We forgot one, Brandon, Nick. We forgot one error that just, bro. We forgot, um, 
DJ Drama era. DJ Drama. Drama Ooh, had done nah, mixtape yeah, game for bad. a long time. Drama had DJ Drama. Tell us who? Is this a southern thing? Drama was from the south. Okay, good. Y'all named some cats from the south that didn't really make it up. Right, right. Let's not forget about the plies there, bro. <laughs> He's at the Plies era. Right, let's not forget what Plies was on every track. I'm about to say, if you talk to any anybody from the South, and I'm talking about like the Miami era, that Jukin music. No, the Jukin? Yeah. Yeah. Jukin music on top. Jukin music um, on top. But hey, 60, listen. 69 boys. Uncle Luke. That's back in the 80s. Uncle Luke, no, look at Telly. You know you know about them 69 boys, Uncle Luke. Telly. And Telly, no, Telly, wasn't, Telly wasn't landing with Freak Neat. What the hell? <laughs> nah, I ain't never make it, man. I ain't never make it. You never make it. Never make it. I was a teenager when Freak Nick hey, was hey, going hey, on. No allegedly, money. huh? Allegedly, huh? No, dude, when Freak Nick was going on, I was 15, 16. Say, My mama wasn't letting me go to no damn Atlanta. We got respect, Chris. We got respect. We got respect. We got respect. The sugar hit. We got to pay homage to every everybody that came before. We yeah, just talked to We got Pop, respect. The hippies hit it. Knock it off. Yeah, Sugar yeah. Hill game, man. Tampa Tony. Tampa Tony. Hey, Tampa man, that's going to be it for the day, though. <laughs> Tell me, killing me, right? <laughs> he questioning everything everybody said. Hey, man, we I don't know these cats. Y'all should say E40. Hey, you need to just hit on Google and type in the names. Huh? I will. Yeah, type in the names. I'm going to do uh, my hey, research. We appreciate, we appreciate the conversation today. It was live. We got a lot of if you haven't dropped an emoji, do so yes, right now. It takes two seconds. Yes, please drop an emoji. We appreciate the support. Please hit us with a good share if you would like to. Dropping a like and a subscribe would definitely make you a part of this family and this um family tree productions and the movement. We trying to we trying to start here. We appreciate everybody in the comments. Shout out to our other family members, um, Chef Jimbo, Coach A, and Nate the Great. Um, it's fantastic today, y'all. It's fantastic today. Make sure y'all hit us up on all of our socials. We deeply, deeply appreciate all the love y'all show us. Um, we will be back on Unhinge on Wednesday. So for y'all that um, miss oh, Unhinge, yeah. y'all got Mr. Mike Unhinge and Mr. Who Loves Your Baby on their podcast Unhinge. Y'all tap in with them on Wednesdays at eight o'clock Central, seven o'clock no eight o'clock Eastern, Eastern Central. Yeah, um, we got Coach A pulling up on us this Wednesday. Coach A will be on unhinged. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Coach A will be on unhinged. Now we got to tone it down. For that. Nah, don't tone it down just because nah, Coach nah, A. Nah, 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 y'all be y'all thing. No, y'all be y'all thing. Yeah, he knows. Oh, exactly. he he really. signed up we about to corrupt Coach A. Yeah, no, don't do don't don't do Coach A like that. He he know what he signed up for. But um, we got that. We got. I think we'll be back for end game next week. We'll have some football to be talking about. We got football and we have baseball now. Oh, we got baseball to talk about too far. You baseball lovers. So we'll be back on end game on Tuesday. And then you'll see us again next week on Saturday. So um, it's a family talk, man. It's a family talk with the leader CEO. You got Nick the Legend. You got Telly, Mr. Who Loves Your Baby. And you got Mike Unhinged. Hey, and I know we've been forgetting lately, but I'm finna say it, man. We not just a podcast. It's a it's family. We a family. We a family. So y'all have a good one. Have a blessed one. We'll see y'all next week on Unhinged.
We got you. Take this moment from me. So make a while I got it, the fuck it, it's all good.